when we right. realize our purpose for here um you know what god has called for us to do and what vein he called for us to do right. it in we shouldn't have to struggle with somebody else's success right their success should motivate us right if my friend is success successful i'm gonna look at that like that's my success like i, I can appreciate it just like it happened to me because to me that's being a true friend if i could be as happy for you as if i did it you know if you go out and run a race and do great or you're on a bike and you you know kick butt on sometimes you do something i can't do i'm going to be happy for you that you can do it this is the way to go podcast and we are about faith family and daily life we're about taking god's word breaking it down making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I am Bill McMahon, along with my buddy, Steve Sargent. Glad to have you here today, Steve. Glad to be here. Yeah. We have, you know, we have like on the on the show shows and then we have off the show shows like we just have conversations about all the things that are going on in the world that we'd like to not hear about actually but he was talking about envy um and some of the things where uh dr stalker is talking about envy he's talking about how to fix it you know like what to do if you find yourself envying you're you're an envy as i'm not happy because of somebody else's success because mm -hmm. they got a raise because they have more money they have a nicer car blah 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 their family's perfect mine's not so i'm envious of that uh, i've gotten a little bit petty i'm jealous all right so what's the answer one of the things that he says is this you gotta work hard mm. and that that's part of the answer and i love this quote check this out not infrequently envy is the fruit of idleness and laziness mm. Many have been endowed by nature with talent sufficient to win for them a foremost place, but they have not made use of them. Instead of living laborious days, they have expected fortune to drop into their lap. And instead of cultivating their minds by burning the midnight oil, they have calculated on winning the prize by genius or cleverness alone. Then when they see the object of their ambition passing to those who have worked for it, they murmur against providence and blame their stars but they have only themselves to blame and so as one person said they wish to have my fortune but why do they not wish to have my labors well, <laughs> that's that's the answer right there right that's the answer it's unfortunate that we we do feel like that at times like we we see people in their success but we're not willing to go through what they have to go right. through to have that success jerry rice yeah. Best receiver in history. Mm -hmm. Sorry he didn't play. I, well, I think Lynn Swan was the best. He just Pittsburgh didn't have that Steelers. long of a career. Yeah, he didn't have that long of a career, but he was. He was. Eight an years. Unbelievable mm -hmm. wide receiver. So I always like Lynn Swan. Thank However, you. Thank you Jerry Rice is the is a successful guy. And I remember when, because I've been playing fantasy football for decades at this mm -hmm. point. So I remember uh, when Carl Pickens was playing for Cincinnati. And Carl Pickens came onto the scene. He's a big, tall receiver. He's doing really well. But he made some comment about he didn't want to do all those off-season workouts <laughs> like Jerry Rice did. And I don't remember if he mentioned Jerry Rice or not, but I knew Jerry Rice did all the off-season workouts, mm -hmm. worked his tail end off the whole time. And that guy, Carl Pickens, I as soon as he said it, I, I thought to myself, well, this is sad. You're not going to have a very long career in the NFL. And he did not. 
because why he just couldn't keep up because keep he's up. like he obviously you could tell in the interview did not want to put in the work mm-hmm. in the offseason to be a great receiver and i said well that's you know, kind of a shame because he's probably and carl if you're listening I'm not picking on you, okay? I don't know Carl Pickens. I just remember hearing the story and just thinking to myself, that's not that's not going to work. I mean, you can't just come in and expect to be just on your talents alone. Right. Expect to be a great receiver, and you're not going to go work. I, I was like Peyton Manning who would go throw, 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 and after practice, he'd go throw some more. Well, look at Tom and Brady. And Harrison. Look at Tom no. Brady. He's like a 500 years old, and he's, <laughs> he looks like he's 30. Right, and he he plays like he did almost from the day he started. This guy's so old. I think he dated Queen Elizabeth <laughs> back in the day. That's how, that's how old he is. But his diet from day one, from the time he wakes up in the morning till he goes to bed, even during off season, dictates that man's ability to do what we see him doing on right. Sunday during football season. Right. I think too, when you're working hard, you can't be jealous of other people because right. you don't have time to be. Because you you have your own goals that God's laid on your heart and mm-hmm. the things that you want to achieve in your life, and you're going to focus on achieving those things. Hopefully those things are things to help other people, not just yourself. But that's what you're going to be working on. Because if you're standing still and you got passed up, too bad. I've always known that, you know, in Eagleville Bible Church, you know, we have a good-sized church, but I've always known somebody else can come and do it better. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not on your toes, if you're not – if you stop trying, you know what I'm saying? You stop, well, you know, we're kind of already there. We can rest on our laurels. And you're not constantly striving to be better, not constantly striving to keep up, whether social media or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you start falling behind. Whose fault's that? It's your fault. You can be envious of somebody else who came in, but listen, I'm telling you what, if you, I don't care what your business is. If you got it handed to you, that's on you. Mm-hmm. If, you if you're not making good food and people don't want to stop there and you had a great reputation at a restaurant that made good food and now your food's not so good, that's not the customer's fault, okay? <laughs> That's your fault, right? Right. That's right. It is, and we we get relaxed in uh, some of our successes and never strive to make it better. Like, how right. can I be better? I listen to cooks a lot. You know, my mom was a professional cook, and I always thought pretty much everything she made was just excellent. They always strive to be better, right? Like, oh, but I didn't like the way this part of it came out, or like right. all the time, like what? And so they worked. To make it better, right. just to keep improving. You don't just get relaxed or new dishes, new things right. to make and things that may be more attractive to, you know, people's palates. Right. So sometimes I'll do stuff just to learn, just to do it. Like learning how to do it as a photographer, learning what reels is all about, learning what TikTok's all about, just from the perspective of a photographer. And then that'll play into church too. Like you will be able to do a simple reels for VBS and it'll kind of change the way that you do some of your videos or some of the things on a Sunday morning. And yeah, I think it's got real power and potential, but I'm always wanting to learn. I'm always wanting to grow and to get better and to learn more and to figure stuff out. So I think you have to challenge yourself all the time. And then you're not envious of someone who does it better. You're looking at them saying, I'm going to learn from you. Mm -hmm. Now I've got put on a board. I got to figure out when the next meeting is, but some guy wants to lead it. Great. You know, he's done a ton of stuff before. Great. I'll learn from you. I'm not going to sit there and be envious of that. I'm going to be like, no, I can learn. I can get better. And when you have that attitude, I can learn, I can get better, and you want to grow, you're not going to envy people who are doing it better. You're going to want to learn from them. That's right. And emulate it, right? right? I think being happy for other people, too, is a way that, like John the Baptist said to Jesus Christ, you know, so many people are going to Jesus, and, you know, not as much you. And he said, he must increase, and I must decrease, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes if God wants to set somebody else up and set you down, set you aside, hey, that's up to God. Right. That's right. Right? Because he knows what he's doing, right? 
you got to be happy for other other people, right? You know, share. Sometimes you got to share the praise and share your friends and share your good fortune and share your talents and let someone else get credit for your ideas, and you go with it. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think we should never uh, just give up and realize our purpose in life. When we right. realize our purpose for here, um, you know what God has called for us to do and what vein He called for us to do right. it in we shouldn't have to struggle with somebody else's success. Right. Their success should motivate us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But in a good way, I think. Right. Um, and not just doing it to beat somebody, but doing it to really help people. And if, you know, there's a church that comes around that's, you know, gets up to be 20,000 in our County and they're helping people and people are truly coming to Christ, then let's be happy for that. Mm-hmm. If whatever it is, if somebody comes and does it better and it's actually helping people, not just, promoting themselves you know if it's about self-promotion then yeah i'm not going to be all that for it but if it's about helping others genuinely yeah why not like like paul said if christ is preached whether it's false pretense or not he goes i'm going to rejoice in that i'm not going to be jealous or envious of those things i'm going to say no as, as long as the good work is done and people are getting help then i'm going to be happy about it amen that's right right that's the way we should be right Right. So I think that is, is huge. And there was a story that I was reading again in the book. He was talking about when the family of Moses was jealous of two guys named Eldad and Medad prophesying. And so he says to Joshua, are you jealous for my sake? I wish that all the Lord's people were prophets and the Lord would put the spirit on them. So in Numbers eleven twenty nine. he goes, are you jealous for me? Why are you jealous for me? Because he says sometimes it's not you envious of the success of others. Your family might actually be envious well how come they're getting to do all that and they're kind of get they might be envious for you mm-hmm. he says sometimes they're tougher than you are you might be fine with it and they're not and he said just like those guys you're, you're going to be envious for me moses wasn't envious but they were envious for him because these other guys were doing this stuff he goes i'm happy man let more people be doing that kind yeah. of stuff because that makes the that makes our lives better that's right and whenever it's going to improve you know what we're working on in the body of christ or maybe in the natural world we should I guess be grateful, right? Right. Be grateful. No, right. absolutely. And so be happy. So again, with my friend is success successful, I'm going to look at that like that's my success. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can appreciate it just like it happened to me. Cause to me, that's being a true friend. If I can be as happy for you as if I did it, you know, if you go out and run a race and do great, or you're on a bike and you, you know, kick butt on sometimes you do something I can't do. I'm going to be happy for you that you can do it mm-hmm. and yeah. think that it's a, a great thing and not be, not be envious of it. I think too, and he talked about enjoying the world around him. And he talked about this guy that he walked on this estate. He didn't own the estate. He had a house nearby and he would walk on the estate and uh, the owner came out there and was walking, I guess with him. I don't know if they knew each other. I can't remember. And he said, the guy who didn't own it mm-hmm. said, this estate, this land is more mine than yours. Because I actually go out on it every day. You're hardly ever here. <laughs> right? Yeah. So he didn't own it, but he didn't. He felt this way. I don't have to own it to enjoy it. That's right. There are people that have one or two acres and have farm fields all around them. They don't have to own it to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be envious that someone else owns it and they don't. They get to appreciate it. I don't own Lake Erie. Yeah. But I think I do. <laughs> You're on it all the time. I'm on it all the time. Right. <laughs> I'm on at times where, like the other night we were out, we we're the only two out there. And that was probably a good reason why we we're the only two out there. But, you know, we're, we're out there. There's not another soul around. Mm-hmm. Might as well own it. Yeah. You get to see the beauty of it. You get to see the wildlife. If sunsets, if clouds aren't there, you get to see the sunset. And, mm-hmm. yeah, have a good time. It's just like it's yours. You're up on it like you own it. That's right. You know, so why can't you just enjoy it whether you own it or not? And even the sharks appreciate you out there. They, they would in the ocean. They would love me. Maybe like you haven't seen a shark in Lake Erie. I have not yet. I'm still looking for them, but I'll tell you, you know, there are some fearsome looking things there like lamprey, 
eels that yeah, are pretty I've heard scary looking. About that. Yeah. yeah, they have. I mean, they must be in. I never see them, but they must be there because they have a like a trap form, so they can't get up the river. That's what they did at Harper's Field where they rebuilt that whole dam. That's so they keep the lamprey eels from going up in there. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was something to do with our lake. They're, they're trying to do something about it. So, yeah, those little vampires running around in the lake. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that movie, by the way. I thought Jaws was awesome. Again, we're dating ourselves talking about Jaws, and you even know the song, the tune of it. <laughs> but I think, I say enjoy it. He said mm-hmm. we may become very rich if we make the most of all the fine things that are accessible to our observation and enjoyment. Mm-hmm. So you can enrich your life. You don't have to have a ton of money to go watch a sunset yeah you don't have to have a ton of money to take a walk on a trail and enjoy the woods mm-hmm. the blue sky is here for all of us you have as much blue sky as the rest <laughs> of us you have as much sunshine if you get out there as the rest of us you have as much air to breathe as the rest of us rich people don't have more air to breathe than you do you have as much snow as the rest of us exactly <laughs> we all got our four inches of snow you know <laughs> all of us got it we all have an equal share in it and i think those are the things that are important to life too my goodness i mean it's not just important how much money i have in the bank mm-hmm. what does that matter if i don't enjoy the blue skies and sunshine and right. you know nature and all the beauty that god put around us right the stuff you could never pay for right you could never pay for it you couldn't afford the sky even if they let you own a piece of it, right? Right. We couldn't afford it. We couldn't touch it. But you know that whole blue sky is ours every day. You get to scan it like you own it, that whole thing as far as you can see. You can see as much of it. And again, instead of being envious of what other people have, make the most of what you do have. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, back here in the summer, my uh, whole family was in town because we celebrated my cousin's uh, 75th birthday. She and my mom were raised as sisters. Right. So she's really like a, an aunt to us. So my uh, two oldest brothers and myself went down to the harbor in Ashtabula and watched the sunset. Right. And while we were there, like. Did just, you go down to Walnut Boulevard? Yeah, right on okay. Walnut Boulevard. Right. And, and the people that showed up to see that, it was just amazing the amount of people that came. Then there's uh, old teachers and um, coaches and what have you that they hadn't seen in decades. They came out and just. It was almost like a big reunion just to watch the sunset right. at no cost. You know, right. buy a ticket or have special goggles or anything. Just right. things that happen every day that we don't always pay attention to. Right. And like you said, we own it. It's ours. Right. <clears throat> I, well, I very much pay attention to that sun going down I do if too. I can. Yeah. If I'm out in the water, I'm, I'm going to be trying to pay attention and photograph it. And we look, though, more for. We're not looking for the cloudless days. I mean, we're looking for cloudy, some storms, some. Yeah. You know, something epic, you know I mean? And there's plenty of epic nights too. Yeah. Not only do you have plain nights, you have some pretty epic nights out there wow. that are pretty phenomenal. Yeah. So yeah, I've seen some of your pictures and, and we get out there and we hunt it, we hunt it, you know what I mean? We hunt that down. Uh, but yeah, I think contentment too, just if, if you'll be content, you're going to be a lot better off in the long run. I think what Paul said in Philippians 4, 11 through 13, I'm not saying this because I'm in need for I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances, I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any in every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all things for him who gives me strength. And I appreciate that. You know, I, Hey, Christ is going to give me strength no matter what I'm going through. And I've just learned a secret to being content because here's the fact you could have a million dollars a day and then want 10 million and get 10 million and 100 million and get a hundred million, one a billion and never be content your whole life. And never, ever really enjoy it. You know, there are people who, who have money like that. And because of whatever ailment they have, right. sickness, they don't even know right. that they have it. And they have certainly no way of enjoying it. Right. And here we are. We have those things we could never buy. Right. Good health. 
you know, the ability to negotiate ourselves, go in and out. We know our name and our address. Right. Just those things we take for granted every day. We're so rich and we don't even realize it a lot. And, you know, I don't think you should feel badly about it. Like if you have, uh, you know, if you're decent, you know, middle class, let's say, and mm-hmm. you, you live in a nice neighborhood, I don't think you should feel bad about it because oh, somebody right. doesn't. Right. You know what I mean? Because there are some efforts and things that go into, like, I've had some people and they're, they are envious and they'll, they'll basically kind of tell you that, that they are. And you just look at it and you try to remind them, listen, everyone has problems. Okay. And you, because some people look at their lives and they're the only person that has problems in the whole world and no one has problems like them. And I try to tell them, listen, you can be a movie star. You still have problems. It doesn't mean your life is perfect. Oh, absolutely. You could be me. You know, they, they might look at myself and say, well, you're married and you have kids and you have a property and you have vehicles and blah, 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 blah. Great. doesn't mean I don't have problems. Right. Right. And one of the things that he pointed out too, is even looking at people worse off than yourself, instead of looking at everyone that has more than you do, why don't you start observing? Well, some people have less than you do. And while you're sitting there pining away, wishing you had something else, somebody else is wishing to be you. They're wishing they had what you had. That's very true. Right. Yeah, that's true. And we should be grateful in whatever our state. Right. So, you know, I can look at a church our size and say, well, I wish we were this big. But then there's there's plenty of people that sit there and wish they could be this Your big. Size, you know what I'm yeah. saying, right? And yeah. so it goes on and on and on and on. And there's never any end to it if you don't if you don't shut that down and that kind of thinking down that envious kind of thinking. I think that it can just go on and on indefinitely. Mm-hmm. So being content and learning to say, hey, you know, I have the lot in life that God has given me. I'm in the place where God has placed me, and I want to make the best and do the most with it that I can. That's very true, and that's a great way to look at it, and that will help squelch the uh, you know the envy and things of that nature, when you learn to appreciate where you are and what you have and to be a blessing in whatever state you're in. Right. So count your blessings, right? That's right. Now, when it comes to envy, what are are there anything else that you would add in there and say, yeah, I would definitely watch for this when it comes to it? Well, I think you hit the nail on the head when you mentioned others' success, whether it be fame, fortune, and we sit back, we see professional athletes that sign contracts that are like, are you kidding me? 50 million a year to do right. what? I wouldn't want to go through what they go through to get that. Right. I know for one, I physically couldn't. I'm telling you right now, especially right. now. I know I couldn't. And um, the scrutiny they were under, I mean, just to be out one night, maybe with your spouse or family, and you can't even sometimes enjoy a night out. Right. For people bombarding you want autographs or or just, it, gosh, don't lose a game that you should have won. And you're like, right. you're, you know, you're no longer a hero for that week. Well, you're not the greatest of all time kind of goat. <laughs> you're, the, you're the old school goat. Yeah. So who wants to bear that burden? We can look at the cars, the clothes, maybe uh, the houses that they live in. But do you really want to go through what they're going through? Because a lot of times they don't even have time to be in that house. With their work schedule, they have the traveling, oh, yeah, absolutely. the training. Absolutely, and they have a house big as a mall, but they're they're never in it. Right, or like myself, like I'm gonna, I have to redo part of my deck. I have a friend helping me, and you know, to do the kind of synthetics now that we're gonna move into is it's really pricey. And then I'm like, but how much time do I spend here? Because you give me a summer night. I'm not on my deck. Right, I'm on the lake. <laughs> like I'm on a kayak, you know, on the lake. So I'm coming home, throwing mulch around, or weeding something, or mowing something real quick. Loading up that kayak takes me maybe five, 10 minutes to load it up, strap it down. I'm gone. 
you know, because I want to go see the lake. So then, you know, you wonder, well, how many times am I really home? And you are, because I was only out in the lake 37 times between May and October. Mm. So it wasn't, that's not every night of those months. So there are nights that I'm not, but you got to enjoy what you have. I think that's the point. Like whatever you have, maximize your enjoyment of it. Right. That's very true. And once we went through somewhat of a shutdown because of COVID, I started realizing what I had at home. Right. There were rooms in my house I seldom ever entered because right. I wasn't there much. Right. Had a chance to be home more. And it really just changed my whole perspective on just ha- being grateful for what you have. Right. And then you got COVID and you got to be home even more. Even more. <laughs> even more, right. <laughs> that was something to go through. I did go to the phys- get my physical, though, the other day. Oh, you did? Good. And uh, yeah, I didn't up. know what they would say because, you know, it's been like five months after it and you know, everything checked out already. So your lungs sound okay. You're, I had them, made them give me an EKG. They weren't even going to do it. I'm like, listen, I had COVID. I'd really, I, w- I want to know, I want you to put that, I want you to strap me to that machine okay. and I want to know what it is. And it was fine. I've got one coming up. So, so. yeah, he said it's fine. So I'm like, okay, well, I've been running and stuff. So I thought so, but I, you know, you can't really be sure. So, mm-hmm. you know, so it checked out, blood work all checked out. I'm like, good. So, you know, I, I praise the Lord for that. Praise the Lord great. for something simple like health. Sometimes we get upset about dumb stuff, but we're healthy. Mm-hmm. It's like, but you're healthy. I mean, take joy in that. Yeah. Anyway, we appreciate you tuning in. Steve, thanks for coming in and Thank helping you. us with this show. We appreciate it. You all have a great and a blessed week.